Welcome to the C2C Podcast. I am your host, Derek Anderson. After holding my first event in 2010, I went on to create Startup Grind, a 400-chapter community based in over 100 countries. Along the way, I discovered the greatest marketing tool of all time, your customers. Yet, I couldn't find anyone sharing how to build a community where people could experience your brand in person or at scale. On this show, we talk with the brightest minds and companies on the planet about how to build customer-to-customer marketing strategies and create in-person experiences for your brand and customers before your competitor does. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the C2C podcast. Today, we will be talking with James Dunbar, who is currently the Senior Manager of Community Programs over at Udemy. And Udemy is an online learning and teaching marketplace with over 24 million students. On today's episode, he's going to share an unorthodox way that the community can tie back into company goals, something called appointment content that he uses to give value and activate the community on a regular basis, and so much more. And don't forget, you can see the full episode episode show notes at bevylabs.com backslash pod. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. James, what is Udemy? Great. Yeah. So happy to be here. Uh, Udemy is the leading global marketplace for learning and instruction. And by that, we mean the place where if you have something to teach, you can come online and create a course. And if you have something you want to learn, uh, you can take it, and we have courses in just about everything. There's 30 million students, 100,000 courses, and around 40,000 instructors. Wow. Okay, 40,000 instructors, 30 million students, all sorts of studying, all sorts of different things, getting knowledge and all educated on all sorts of different things. How in the world do you build a community around something so big and so broad? Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> it's a good question. Um, I mean. First of all, like our general community is for instructors, so that reduces the scope a little bit. And when you're looking at what is the shared interest, what is the you know shared goal that people in the community can get behind, it's to create really good courses and put them online and, and do a good job of selling them. So that just sort of unifying mission makes it a little bit easier to build the community because everyone's kind of in it together. And one thing that we actually see is that instructors are excited to participate because it's, it's the kind of marketplace where um, having lots of other people with lots of other good courses is good for your course because you have someone who might come in to learn Spanish and then they're going to come and take your course on like management or your course on Python. Yeah, I mean, that was my next question I was going to ask because it, you would naturally think that these people compete or, you know, oh, if they're taking your course, they're not taking my course. So how do you get them to sort of collaborate and work together but I guess it's the, the power of a, having a platform where all of these things live and every probably no two courses is the same and everything's sort of, they're sort of solving different problems. And so in that way, they work together to just you know, sort of cross promote and, and pollinate each other. Yeah, that's right. And, it, you know, there are definitely some cases where people are in competition with each other. But in general, it's the, the kind of marketplace where with the growth that we've been having in the 10 years that Udemy has been around, there's plenty of pie to go around as it works. And in general, there's always like a new niche or a new corner opening up that students are wanting to learn. What in, I mean, how do you work with these instructors? Tell us about some of the programs and things that you do with them. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of it is just helping them understand where they are. So if you're an instructor and you've published your course, uh, you're essentially an entrepreneur and you're, you're almost looking, you know, in the beginning to say, 
how do I find product market fit? And like, what are the pieces of information I need to get right now to understand whether or not my course is being successful in the marketplace? Um, and as you scale and as you grow, you start to face more interesting questions of how do I choose my next topic? Should I go deeper or should I go into something adjacent? Or how do I manage my course if I'm starting to get hundreds or thousands of students and they're asking questions and they're looking for updates? What do I do there? So from our point of view with the community, the biggest thing we're trying to do is just help people understand where they are, help them understand you know, what questions are most important for the stage that you're at. Uh, and then honestly, just connect them with other instructors who tend to know the answer, uh, you know, better than better than any one person at Udemy. Is the goal, I mean, a lot of people sort of look at this like one to 2% of their customers or their community are sort of driving, you know, 98% of the sort of education traffic for every, for 98% of, of everybody else. Do you find that with you, like of those 40,000 people, is the goal to get everyone highly engaged? Is the goal to really take care of a small subset of that? Um, yeah. You know, no, I mean, I think, I mean, the answer is kind of yes to everything, but you can't just assume that the same tactics or strategy is going to work for everybody. So one of the things we try and understand is, you know, we have some people who are coming in and they're just here to consume information. Um, I think in other communities, they may be called lurkers. Uh, we tend to call them learners because it's a little more on brand with what we're trying to do. Then you have some people who are going to interact, you know, infrequently. They may have a sharp question that they're going to want to help get help on or get resolved. And then, yeah, we do see that like a small percentage drive a ton of the content. And so a lot of what we do is try and encourage and empower those kinds of folks to share their knowledge with the rest of the community. Have you found any common characteristics with the most active community members that you have? I think people just generally enjoy sharing their knowledge. <laughs> I think in one way, we're sort of fortunate as community managers working with people who's, you know, they've chosen to share a course online and they're teaching, you know, in some cases like IT certification or even just online marketing or digital marketing. So there are people who enjoy the idea of sharing their knowledge and it just translates very, very nicely into a community where, you know, one of the things we're asking them to do is share their knowledge. Um, and so I think when we see people who are successful, it's people who've really bought into that mission uh, of improving lives through learning. And they're saying, this is just, you know, another angle that I can take that expands on this, this identity that I've assumed of someone who teaches online. What are the best ways you found to re-engage people that have sort of disengaged or are less engaged? Do you have ways to reactivate or to just get people going that haven't started yet? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that we've tried to do with some success is create like appointment content. So as we're thinking about what kind of content is gonna be really helpful and really valuable, we're thinking, you know, not just what's gonna help people become better teachers, but it's also what's gonna help us build the power and the sort of potential energy of the community. Um, and one of the things we look at is saying, okay, we're gonna have on this specific day, like on a Tuesday at like, you know, two o'clock GMT, we're going to host like a live event or a live Q&A with either some instructors or like our CEO and really make, make it an event that brings people online and gives them a, a reminder that the community exists and is there. Um, we're actually pretty fortunate to have close ties with our product marketing team and that our platform is closely tied to our product. So we can pretty easily drive that traffic by setting up like a banner or a smart bar on our site itself. Are there any stories that have come out of the community that you could tell or successes that you're you know, overly proud of or stand out? Yeah, I, one, one that came to mind was 
So one of the things that instructors have when they create a course is they can create like a short promotional video. So most of the courses are video based where they're either uh, just talking to a camera or doing a screen share. Um, and so on like a course page that a student could find and think about taking that course, uh, the instructor uh, is able to generate a promotional video, which is basically like a you know one or two minute video of the instructor saying who they are and what, what you'll be able to learn in this particular course that they've created. And so we had a post where one instructor basically said, hey, I was playing around with my promo video and I made the following changes and I saw that conversion for my course jumped by, I forget what it was, like 10 or 20% or something pretty meaningful uh, month over month. And another instructor came in and said, hey, this is really awesome. Like this is, this is something I did like six months ago and I saw that it was also successful. So it's really cool that you were able to have similar success. And the first instructor said that, honestly, I saw your post about it in the community six months ago and that's what inspired me to do this even, oh, wow. even from the beginning. So it was kind of like a, a nice little cycle of people kind of seeing what works and, and learning from each other's best practices. And it just really encapsulated everything we're trying to do, which is connecting instructors to each other and helping them, you know, get better about sharing their knowledge online. What ultimately, you know, the business part of this is ends up what probably fuels more funding, more resources. What goals do you all look at? What impact does it have on customer service or revenue or just yeah. how do you track, you know, what's important uh, for oh, the greater organization? Yeah, so actually, it's kind of an interesting question. And it's, it reminds me of something that I heard at, at your conference uh, last year, which is that community is a solution in search of a problem. And so I see that as a very like specific mission for myself as someone who's responsible for the community to go and find people within Udemy who have problems or opportunities that could be solved by by the community. And you know, going around having coffee with people and talking with them and saying, you know, what are you trying to do? How's that going? And if you had like 10 instructors who were like motivated to help you, could they do anything to help you? Um, and <laughs> what I'm able to do through that is kind of, you know, create a handful of people here, a handful of people there and really get together like a, you know, a constellation of stories where the community has delivered sharp value for certain people who have pretty specific business needs of their own. So it's not like a macro ROI model where you're trying to like say that everyone in the community is, you know, 2x as effective as everyone out of the community. That's like a hard causality to prove and it's hard to kind of get a counterfactual there. But if yeah. you're able to say like these 12 initiatives in the quarter were more successful and like very obviously directly more successful because of the work that the community members put in, that's pretty good. And the, the other benefit of this is like it's people like, you know, Community managers understand the importance of people in a people-centric world. And if you take that lens internal to your company, you know, you work the same way and you say, I've solved problems for real people. And it's a, it's a different kind of story to tell than like some model that may or may not have holes that can be poked into it. That is a really thoughtful and cool approach. So you, you hear about the priorities of the company and you see what people are focused on, what some of their problems are. And then you go to them, that could be the product team, that could be the marketing team, that could be, yeah. you know, the... A sharp example of it is like our PR team. So we've got a pretty good social following on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Uh, and I was talking with a woman responsible for that. Her name is Maggie. And she said, I need content. Like I'm kind of just generating all this content and it's hard to continuously come up with content. And I said, hey, I've got a community of thousands of instructors whose literal job is to create content for the internet. <laughs> so like, let's connect one hand to the other here. Um, we were actually able to get a bunch of instructors from our community to generate content that performs well online. 
the instructors are happy because you know they're marketing their courses so anything they can do to get their name or face out there is great we're happy because it's like the community delivering value and the you know the client in this case our, our internal partner of the company is happy because they had a very specific problem solved that's really cool yeah i haven't heard of many people doing it that way i think it's a, a unique and really thoughtful way to approach uh solving real problems with the community and is that something new you've done or is that how you got the program funded or so my my background i actually have only been in the community world for a year i'm more of a generalist in my background uh, i've actually started my own company and done a you know a couple of different things in operations and sales and and business development along the way um, and when i joined udemy uh you know i was broadly on instructor engagement and, and instructor programs and community is something that the company had always believed in and had always had pretty heavy investment in and from from the very top level down there was strong buy-in to what community is about and what community is is for so it was you know one of the conversations that comes up with community managers is sort of like this existential thing of like how do i how do I prove my value? And I sort of had the privilege and, and benefit of not really having to worry about that. But at the same time, the I think it's uh, Rich Millington from Feverbee says something like, you know, the conversation is always coming. It may come tomorrow. It may come in six months. But someone eventually is going to ask, you know, what is this community doing for me? And so that thought has been in the back of my mind. And it's been something where I've been like, all right, let me start to collect these stories and these things that we've done that have been helpful. So you have started your own company. You've also worked in large companies. And do you think community, having somebody that's kind of been on the outside is now on the inside, is it something that you think works in all company sizes? Is it something that you should do if you're starting a company or you shouldn't do, but you should do if companies established, products established? What's your take on that? Yeah. I mean, I think it has real obvious value. And I think one of the things that's interesting is it has to be done for a specific purpose. And I think, you know, where it goes wrong is people being like, oh yeah, community, like that's like a good idea. Let's spin that up. And they don't really give it a full thinking of what is the strategy here? What are the resources that we're going to need? Or like, what are we, what are we going to try and get out of it? So I think that for many companies, it's definitely a hugely valuable thing. I think it gives you just incredible insight into what your customers are up to and what they want. And, you know, they're going to let you know how things work. And it's just a really powerful thing that you can cultivate, but it's not easy. Uh, you need to be thoughtful about how you do it. It's not free. You definitely need to dedicate at least some resources to it and have some alignment and buy-in cross-functionally into what's happening there. And you got to know what it's for. And I think that, you know, this is one area where if you don't have a very specific thing that the community is trying to do or is like obviously for, you're going to run into problems. But I mean, broadly, yes, but like with caveats, I guess, to give a direct answer to your question. How do you look at online community versus the C2C or offline or event sort of community per building, in-person community building? Do you see, again, to your point of like going to different business units inside the company, helping solve different problems? Do you attack different problems with the different community solutions or do you stick to one way or how, how do you look at that? Yeah, it's actually an interesting and I think somewhat unique area for Udemy in that the like members of our instructor community spend a lot of time in the digital world by definition. Like they're they're doing digital marketing, they're creating digital content for consumption, and for for the majority of them, they're doing it sort of by themselves and they're sort of like the running gag of a Udemy instructor who's got, you know, their home studio is like literally them with a microphone set up. Uh, and they're talking in their closet because it's like the most soundproof 
area of their house or their apartment or whatever there is. And sort of the, the moral of that like uh, story is that it's a very lonely journey and it's something that people spend a lot of time solo in front of their computer. Um, so I think a lot of what we look at is that first we have to create a way to, if you're in that environment, how do we create that connection and how do we create a space for that connection to happen? And that's where the online community comes in. And then I think the extension from that is how do we get the real life connection and start to foster the in-person stuff. So we do have our annual instructor event is Udemy Live. You know, once a year, we get a few hundred of our instructors together to both talk through what's new at Udemy, what's new with the industry of online teaching, but also just to have them kind of go over the nuts and bolts of course creation and course marketing and bring some of the online conversations that we're seeing into the real world to give it that like depth and sort of nuance that you can't always get in a, in a forum. Talk to me about the communities you admire. Who do you look up to? Who do you think is doing a good job at uh, this yeah. kind of work? I'm actually, I'm a pretty big sports fan. One of the communities I really admire is the American Outlaws. And this is the like fan group for fans of the U.S. national team. So I think these guys do an amazing job. And one of the things I really like is their sort of federated approach. So they have like local chapters, like hundreds of local chapters. And each local chapter has huh. like huh. a logo, has its own like home bar that they go and meet at. And what will happen is as the teams, both like the women's and men's national teams travel around the country and play games is whenever they get to, all right, like the women's national team is playing a game in Columbus, basically the chapter, the like Columbus chapter of American Outlaws will host anyone who's coming in for the game and create this like unique experience for their location that's also somewhat consistent across every other sort of tailgate or night before party that you might imagine. So I think these guys have just done a really, really cool job of building sort of a nationwide community uh, for people who are, who are nuts about soccer in the U.S. That is really cool. And I'm just, I'm not, I wasn't familiar with this until you mentioned it. I was just checking it out. And yeah, it seems like a, a very hyper local and sort of jump in and get involved anywhere you go and very involved, very sort of from a cadence standpoint, it seems like it's, it's on constantly wherever you are. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to this. If you'd like to see more about how to create your own event community, go to bevylabs.com slash pod. Again, that's B-E-V-Y-L-A-B-S dot com slash pod.